Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk, the podcast. Hey guys, happy Thanksgiving. Um, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving holiday, enjoying yummy food and quality time with family and friends. Before I get into who my special guest is for the week, I wanted to talk a little bit about podcasting. Um, If you guys don't know, I started my podcast back in February, and I had actually really been wanting to do a podcast for a long time, but I was very apprehensive because I thought that podcasting was something only professionals could do, and you had to have like a team behind you, and you had to have someone edit your podcast and help you get it onto different podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Google, etc. However, this is not the case. And I'll kind of explain a little bit. So Buzzsprout is a super easy podcast platform that you can use to start your own podcast. So whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message that you want to share with the world, or you just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is a super easy, very inexpensive, and very fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is one of the easiest ways and best ways to launch, promote, and track your podcasts. Your show can be online and listed in all of the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, Spotify, etc., and actually many, many more um, within minutes of finishing your recording. So podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Uh, Buzzsprout has some very cool things if you sign up for Buzzsprout through my link in the episode description. So when you follow that link, let Buzzsprout know that I sent you and it gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you signed up for a paid plan. And this also helps support my show. Um, now, to start a podcast, it's very, very simple. And I didn't realize this when I first started. So really, you have to just start with some gear um, that you may already have and a quiet space. And you got yourself a podcast. Um, you know, podca- uh, Buzzsprout also has tons of different guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Um, so, you know, you're not doing this alone. You have Buzzsprout's help to kind of like get started and give advice and all of that. Um, now, Buzzsprout also gives you a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, deal- detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and much, much more. Um, and yeah, so like I said, definitely check out the link in the episode description and check out Buzzsprout because it is awesome. And it has made podcasting so easy for me at the end of the day. And it allows me to do it um, without hassle, without stress every week when I release a new episode. So yeah, definitely guys, check out Buzzsprout. Um, and you won't regret it. And if you have any questions, definitely reach out to me on social media because I can help. Um, I actually, early on when I was looking at doing a podcast, I reached out to David Yontif, which um, I interviewed him on this show and he hosts Behind the Velvet Rope podcast and he gave me great advice. 
So definitely, I'd love to help you guys out if you're looking at starting your own podcast. (laughs) Um, But moving on to my special guest for this week. So my special guest for this week, I'm super, super excited because I've been wanting to interview her for quite some time now. Um, Her name is Tiffany Whitlow, and she is on OWN's hit reality series, Love and Marriage Huntsville. Um, and if you're not familiar with Tiffany or Love and Marriage Huntsville, let me give you the scoop. Um, so Love and Marriage Huntsville is a reality series on own, and it follows a group of friends and their couples um, in Alabama that, you know, um, are working on real estate and working on their relationships together. And it's a really great show. Um, very successful. And there's a lot of drama. We tell you a lot of drama every single week. Um, it, you'll be hooked. So definitely check out Love and Marriage Huntsville on OWN. It's on every Saturday and the season finale is coming out tomorrow. Um, but definitely check out uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville. It's on Discovery Plus and it's also on demand with OWN. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, check it out or um, catch up on episodes from the latest season because it is super juicy. <laughs> but Tiffany Whitlow is one of the newest cast members on the show. Her and her husband, Lewis, um, joined the cast this season. And she is a friend of Melody Holt, which um, is one of the OG cast members. And um, she's also an executive producer on the show. And she, she's, um, she brought Tiffany along this season into the group. And uh, Tiffany really spiced things up. She has kept um, the other couples very accountable for their actions and really gets them out of their comfort zone, uh, to say the least, um, which definitely causes a lot of drama. And a lot of people on social media have definitely been speaking out about Tiffany. And in this exclusive interview um, that Tiffany did with Reality Talk, we talk about all of that. So the social media why Tiffany stirred the pot a bit this season and why Tiffany is so open and honest about things and um, kind of answers people's questions. And um, they're curious as to why the way she is on the show and why she does certain things and all that. So you really get to know Tiffany in this fun and very juicy exclusive interview. So um, without further ado, here is my interview with Tiffany Whitlow, from Love and Marriage Huntsville on OWN. I hope you guys enjoy. So thank you so much for doing that. To start with, which I'm always curious about, so why did you decide to do um, Love and Marriage Huntsville? I decided, first of all, I feel like it fell in our laps. (laughs) It definitely Uh wasn't something that we were seeking um, or necessarily looking for. Uh, Lewis and I are both entrepreneurs and my newest endeavor that I've been at for almost three years now is a company called Acclinate. And we are trying to do our part to overcome a lot of the racial disparities um, as it relates to health. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, I know that influencers influence um, meeting people where they are does matter. Now, in a normal person's mind, <laughs> they they might just be excited to be on TV. Um, not necessarily the case for me. I'm more excited to get to meet Black ladies and families who are living the lives of the people we're trying to serve. 
Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, you definitely had a different um, reason. But, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, did you watch the show prior to joining it? I did watch the show prior to joining it. <laughs> I did not watch every single episode. Um, right. But I did watch the show. Yes. And what did you... Um, what did you think of the show prior and, um, you know, in general, did you, were you hesitant at all about doing the show because of, you know, reality TV can be a bit crazy <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. you know, unknowns with it. So were you hesitant at all or, or you were you just really excited for, like you said, the opportunity and all of that? Yeah, so Lewis and I pray over most large decisions that we make, um, right. and this was definitely one of them. Um, I for sure was a little hesitant, um, and it was a weird situation because you can't tell your friends or your family. I mean, they specifically were like, don't tell your mom. <laughs> you can't tell anybody. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't like you could take this back to your tribe and kind of talk it out and, and really, really think about it. It was just the two of us and, of course, our, our kids. Um, I did believe, obviously, in the end that it was a good decision. We were very worried um, that we might be expected to argue or do something like that. And they, you know, Carlos and his entire team were very honest with us and said, like, we just want to capture the real. Mm-hmm. So whatever the real is, that's what it is. And this is our second marriage. So, I mean, we, you know, and I, I feel like your second time around, you don't argue about the things you argued about the first time around. So we don't really right. argue. There's not much friction. Um, so I, I was worried about that part. But, I mean, as you can kind of tell through the season, like, we aren't arguing. <laughs> so. Right, right. Yeah. Um, now, um, and I'm not sure. I I know you're really busy. And I assume you probably do watch, besides Love and Marriage Huntsville, um, are you into any other reality shows or anything like that? Or because of your busy schedule, you're not really, that's not really your thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it. I definitely don't have time necessarily to watch TV pretty much in general. I definitely watch right. uh, the news in the morning and the Today Show. So if it's, if it's ha- I'm a morning person also, so. At the end of the yeah. day, I am going, 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 going. When I finally sit down, even if I want to watch TV, I'm probably knocked out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. no, I don't really watch, which is which kind of goes to a point that you made earlier. Because I don't watch, I didn't really know what to expect um, altogether. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't know what to give. You know, they, they, they say, like, um, you know, did you bring it? I don't even know what bring it means, but I think I got brought right. <laughs> or I got brought. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, the reason, one of the reasons I ask is because whoever, um, you know, I'm a huge, I love Carlos King and um, a lot of his work because in the reality TV world, he's really like one of the big, you know, well-known producers that has, you know, he's worked on like Real Housewives of Atlanta and all that. So he's done a lot of, you know, and I really like how he's able to tell people's stories and, you know, a lot of his stuff is very like real and raw and it's, you know, not, it's, it's different, I think, compared to a lot of other reality shows out there. So I was just curious, but I like to always ask people that, 
um, work on any of his shows, you know, what is it like working with Carlos and, um, you know, his entire team? Yeah. So, um, in the original interview, Carlos was like, I'm handing you over. This is going to be your team. And if you hear from me, it's probably not good. <laughs> so, um, it's, I actually kind of went along like, well, if I don't hear from Carlos, I think I'm I'm not in trouble. Uh, I didn't do anything I wasn't supposed to do. I didn't tell somebody something I wasn't supposed to. Um, right. Honestly, I mean, the team is awesome. Um, they joke on me because, you know, some of the other cast members have a lot of flexibility in their schedule. And they might be entrepreneurs, but there's not like a team of people having to report to you. And like we're trying to disrupt something in industry that has functioned a certain way forever. And that mm-hmm. takes fighting from like multiple angles. So our workflow, even though a lot of us are entrepreneurs, is very different. And so they joke on me and say, Tiffany has a conference call. Guys, we gotta we gotta pause. <laughs> uh-huh. gotta let Tiffany take your conference call. So I mean they are very, very forgiving and really truly are accommodating and work around our schedule. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, because yeah, I know like obviously you're very busy and then adding on the filming and all of that. Well, another full time job. <laughs> right. So yeah, so I'm glad and I've heard um even when I talked to Melody um a few months back, right when the show this new season was premiering. She even said, like, they're very flexible, and I, I think that's really good, and I think that makes it a lot easier because, you know, it's not easy to be on reality TV in general because it's like a full-time job plus more because it really takes over your whole life. So I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. So I, I kind of want to get your first impressions of um, some of the other ladies in your group um just because i'm you know i'm curious and i was thinking of because the you know the men this show is so unique because it is you know a show about couples compared to some of the other reality shows out there where it's really um you know a female based ensemble however i figured it probably like the men are you know i think more chill and you know first impressions of them probably aren't a whole lot. (laughs) So I thought, Mm -hmm. okay, what are your first impressions of the ladies? So we want to start out with your first impression of your friend, Melody. Yeah. Well, I've known Mel for a while. Um, Mm -hmm. I respect and admire Mel. There's no, there's nothing different about Melody Holt on TV um, versus Melody Holt in real life. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate her for that. Um, I, even though I knew her the most, I wish she would have warned me what I was walking into because, um, I knew her, but she wasn't necessarily the one that was like, Hey, I have this idea for you to come on TV. Um, so that part. Yeah. 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 No, of course. Um, and then what was your first impression of Letitia? I knew of Tisha. I, I we mm-hmm. actually Lewis and I, funny enough, I have some pictures where we attended the premiere party that they had when they all first were doing the show. Oh, and wow. we went to the party at Mel's house. So like we knew them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't know them like, let me text you and hang out on the weekend, but we definitely have all interacted before. Um, right. So I knew Tisha as a stay-at-home mom. Um, my son used to play at the YMCA, and they used to live right next to the YMCA Madison. So, I mean, I saw her regularly. Um, mm-hmm. But it just wasn't. It was just like a, hey, how are you doing? Okay, you know, walk it, you know, like walk away. Um, on the show, for sure, as you probably saw from the last episode, I think the way that she approaches situations um, could be different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't really know many people who say, hey, I want to get to know you better. I don't know anything bad about you. Um, she's, that's the first. So yeah, just the intentionality might might be off, um, but you know we'll we'll see what the next season brings. Right, right. Um, and then what about Kimmy? Love Kimmy. Love mm-hmm. Kimmy. Love me some Kimmy. <laughs> um, Kimmy is Kimmy. Kimmy is real. Uh, you know there I have some like fun behind the scenes videos where we're waiting around on set for like two hours for something to happen and Kimmy and I are like FaceTiming our men because they're in they're they're together somewhere separate and everyone else is like forget the men and Kimmy are like no we want to go with our men so I mean yeah she's like a sexual Uh loving creature like me so there's a ton of synergies yes oh my gosh that's awesome um and then lastly what about um Miss Destiny well you know um Destiny can be petty. <laughs> um, you know, the whole beginning, the, the the intro in was a lot to handle. I had no, unfortunately, I never watched reality TV, had no idea how that was going to turn on me. Um, so I think Destiny could have been, could have provided a little more grace to the situation. Um, right. You know, and you can't, so I... I felt like after Destiny and I had our one-on-one, we were good. Um, but she wants to remain petty, and I'm a non-confrontational person. Like, you want to remain petty, I'm going to let you have that party by yourself. So, mm-hmm. that's that. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of that first, um, you know, mm. where, you re- where you saw all the ladies, which really, you know, kind of – you know, that was really one of your first times where you're around everyone. And um, like you said, you didn't really realize what would happen after that. Um, but you definitely made a splash at um, Destiny's birthday brunch from your point of view. So why did you decide to bring up um, the things about Destiny's past and um, the stuff about Kimmy's stepson? So... After that aired, some people, mm-hmm. my real longtime friends kind of cornered me and were like, stop being so hard on yourself. And helped me understand that, like, by nature, I am a person that likes to find the point of relation. So, like, okay. I have a photographic memory, and I mm-hmm. walk in a room, and I say, hey, I remember meeting you at da-da-da. Hey, I remember. So, I honestly right. do it naturally. This isn't. I I didn't even know this until it aired on TV, right? Like, I didn't really know Mm -hmm. this about myself. Like, I knew I I obviously did it, but I didn't really put two and two together and say, like, oh, okay, this is why I do it. Um, So with Destiny, that was a situation where I'm trying to find, like, the point of references. Hey, girl, I met you before. 
for Tisha and everybody else, we were, I mean, we met them several times ahead. And of course, Tisha was even there that time. So that was the destiny situation. Now, why she acted like that, I'm not sure because I don't, I don't remember what exactly she said, but when I'm, when I walked in, I was like, Hey girl, oh girl, I'm, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. I remember meeting you at Mel's house and I mis- I mistakenly thought you were someone else. And oh, like, that's, mm-hmm. that's something like you, you should remember <laughs> just, I would remember somebody did that to me. Um, so that's the destiny part on the Kimmy part. Probably 100% bad timing. 100%. Right. Um, didn't necessarily, I don't watch reality TV. Didn't necessarily right. know, you know, how kids are talked about or, or, or not talked about. I am a mom first and I am really real with my kids. Like we talk adult conversations, period. So I was wrong 100% for talking about it in that group setting. Wasn't wrong for Kimmy, obviously, not knowing. Um, And that's not how Lewis and I are. I'm an over-communicator. I tell my husband everything (laughs) uh, multiple multiple times. So also, I don't – I actually am okay with um, kids having an opportunity to understand that it's okay to make mistakes And I'm very honest, like there's a lot about my story that hasn't played out on TV um, or maybe we filmed and it, it won't air that I, I because the finale is this week um, where like I made mistakes early and because my parents were, you know, addicted to drugs for some years and n- not as present, I grew up very fast. So I mm-hmm. actually communicate with my own children and all of their friends, all of their friends. There's no exclusions in a very open, real way, I was definitely wrong for bringing it up at that first interaction. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. And I I can definitely, I definitely saw that. And that's kind of where, um, you know, as you kind of tell, I, I think people kind of just assume because of, you know, they just, I think a lot of people online and the viewers and all of that, I think just assume that you were doing it to be messy and that you just did it on purpose to like, oh, well, she's doing it. So, you know, she'll get more camera time and all of that. And I think people just assume that, but I don't think people really. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. And I like that, you know, in my personal opinion, when I saw you, I did, I was like, she's not that type of person. And I assumed because I, you know, after talking to a lot of different, you know, different people on TV, I just, I figured, I'm like, I don't think she, in my head, I don't, I'm like, I don't think she sat and watches, like, reality TV. She seems very busy. Like, you know, she's not, I don't think this is, like, her world and she, like, planned to come in and do this just so, you know, she gets camera ties and all of that. I knew that. So that's why I'm like, when I, I had to interview you because, you know, I think a lot of people just assume the worst or assume that, you know, this is what you're doing. So, you know, you can be in the spotlight, which obviously isn't true. Yeah, it, it's so unfortunate for real that um, I like I, I thought, first of all, I thought this whole reality TV would be different. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. even remember what show I was watching, but I figured it would be like GoPros in my car, listen to my conversations and then like 
I'm going to record a bunch of stuff and you guys can pick what you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wrong. It's so not what it is at all. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So with the, you're talking about Kimmy's stepson and all that, what, um, what would you have done differently if you could go back? Would you just have not said it at all? Would you have like talked about it at a different time or what would you have done with that? I would have never in a million years said it at all. Mm-hmm. I would have never said it on camera. The only positive, if I could pull a positive, if mm-hmm. there there were a few positives out of the situation. Number one, it forced Maurice and Kimmy to have to have a real conversation. I also understand that Kimmy is okay with not knowing everything. I'm I'm opposite, mm-hmm. and I think it's fine for both to to exist and to each its own. Right. Um, another real another reality is parents started having conversations with their children because my DMs were blowing up <laughs> about whether or not they would ever vape, about whether or not they should tell their parents and how they should communicate at home. And I think at the end of the day, success out of this entire situation looks like it is unfortunate that it happened. I should have never brought it up at that moment, but there were real people in America who were forced to have a different conversation with their kids. And I am a mom first, and I love the idea that we helped someone in their family, even if it was one person, um, become closer to their children or have a real conversation like that, that might lead to someone not doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. See, that's good. So there is, there is a little bit of a positive, but yeah, I'm glad to, glad to hear that. Throughout this season, it kind of became a running theme between Destiny and Mel that, you know, Destiny, she felt like Mel wasn't telling you when you were wrong or wasn't sticking up for Destiny because, you know, Destiny felt she knew Mel a long time and they were closer and that, you know, or what, you know, she just felt like Melody was sticking up for you and always making an excuse for you and all of that. So from your side of things, um, what do you think of that? And, you know, how has it been kind of watching their turbulent relationship this season? Um, well, we can see how Destiny handled uh, the situation at her brunch and drove uh-huh. it out for a while. Um, I feel like Melody wasn't protecting Tiffany. Melody was explaining a side of me that she knew that maybe Destiny didn't know and was explaining or describing like my heart at the end of the day is people first to like, and I've lived that life. No one who really knows me could ever say anything different. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like what you saw is the way that Destiny acted towards Melody is the way she also acted after her brunch. Um, And it's unfortunate. However, I have tried, even off camera, to reach out to Destiny, to check in with Destiny, um, because she's going through some stuff and, you know, has a kid. And um, that that whole situation is not easy, but don't take it right. out on, on everyone else. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, now, going to the Vegas trip, which is obviously very intense and a lot going on, and I'm sure for you... Um, this <laughs> was definitely not your normal um, couples trip for sure. <laughs> um, mm-mm, mm-mm. 
Right. <laughs> I'm sure. And oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. But so you definitely spoke your mind there. And um, it didn't end well with the other ladies. So why did you decide to bring up the the stuff that your husband was ta- saying about Marceau and Tisha and that Tisha wasn't confident in herself? What was your side of all that? Yeah. One thing that people have to understand is like, this is still TV. Right, and so in real life, we have couple friends and we can have guy conversations and we can have girl conversations and our couple friends are real, <laughs> like with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we talk about, like, I know my friends go home and talk to their husbands about and what they talk about. I know they talk about like. I mean, unless it's something that is husband, wife, you don't bring it back to the group. That wasn't the case. In this Mm -hmm. case, it's like, okay, Tisha and I don't really know each other that well. Um, Mm -hmm. We're here to celebrate Tisha and Marshall. And, you know, this is your anniversary. And I'm about Mm -hmm. growth, personal growth. So, like, can we have these conversations? Can I tell you something so that maybe you and your husband can go work on it? Um, Definitely taken out of context. But, you know, Marcel would speak his own. And he's the expert at at all things life. um, And he's okay with you know, just teach you being submissive to whatever he wants. <laughs> um, and I think even in Vegas, I remember, which I think, and I think of you viewers, I think probably really stood for you with this because um, I think you were one of them that was really outspoken when um, Marceau didn't want to renew his vows with Tisha in that Vegas chapel. And you kind of were very, you know, like, you know, you should renew them. Um, and then you renewed your vows and decided to do it because you guys were obviously there and, you know, it was, you know, no one was renewing their vows. It was actually so, kind of fun. And we're like, we're in Vegas, yeah. you know, and we're, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll try everything you want. <laughs> right, right. So, um, you know, why did you decide to, you know, really stand up for Tisha and really, you know, kind of make it a point that this this is probably something important to her, even if she really didn't adequately, like, really stand up for herself in that moment. Yeah, I feel like she is quiet and she is mm-hmm. she might be seen as more submissive. And so if this is something that she expressed, period, more than once, then she probably really wants it. She she probably wants it more than what you think she wants it. Um mm-hmm. because otherwise she wouldn't have brought it up a few times. And right. so Lewis and I was supposed to be the joke example, it was supposed to be, can we walk up here and act like we're going to do this? And then they're going to be like, okay, we're ready. Yeah, no, that's not. Oh, happen. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to renew your vows a little bit and, you know, yeah. try it once. So, that's, <laughs> hey, you got that out of it. <laughs> um, now, um, your marriage uh, is, you know, a huge topic about how you got married in all of that and that you surprised your husband with a wedding and it's, you know, it's a huge topic this season um, throughout. Um, And the other part I think that I even saw online, which was interesting when I was looking at videos from the season, people were um, saying that, you know, you, you're a newlywed and that you shouldn't be giving, you know, marriage advice and all of that. And you should wait uh, 20 years before you could, uh, give any kind of marriage advice, which was interesting that I saw that comment. I was like, what, what does it matter? But anyway, um, so 
uh, about your surprise wedding, which obviously that wasn't on the show. That was before the show. Um, why, what was the deal with your wedding and, um, you know, why, why was it a surprise? And, um, bring me back to all of that, that special day of yours, because I, I think I even saw a video of it online. Maybe I can't remember. Yeah. I love being different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I thrive on putting myself and my family in situations um, that, you know, other people might not have. And in Huntsville and in Madison, I really have given back to the community since I was 15. I've been very active and involved in the community. So mm-hmm. I knew that our new Trash Panda Stadium had just opened and I usually say my husband loves baseball more than he loves me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he proposed to me on my birthday. And Lewis is not um, usually the surpriser. Mm-hmm. So I said, if I want it to be a certain way, I probably should, should just do it on my own. And I sat on that for like six months. And then finally, it was nearing his 40th birthday. And I, I had the, I had an, a different-ish idea. I went to my best friends and I said, this is it. What, are they, what do you think? And they chimed in. And so we came up with, could I have his 40th birthday and surprise him with me? <laughs> Forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it just happened to be that we were able to get the Trash Panda Stadium. Of course, that we were the first, well, actually, we're the only wedding that has ever happened there. Um, and so... And I want, in order for it to be a surprise, it had to be something because he was going to catch my behavior changing slightly. Like I had to go try on a wedding dress. I had to go do all these random things that were out of my normal routine. So at least if he found out anything, all he would think is like, oh, okay, she's having my 40th birthday. And and Mm -hmm. I really like, I mean, I planned, I planned for every little hiccup that might have come any slip up from somebody and like who might have said, Hey, I'll be at your, your thing. So most people who received an invitation also didn't know that we were getting married. So there was no wedding gifts or anything like that. (laughs) Yes. And I invited everyone like a week and a half before. So people thought like I was waiting till the last minute, like, why are you inviting me to his birthday? Um, so it was it was the most amazing time when his best friend brought him. He was intoxicated. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> that part. <laughs> and he was late. He was beyond um, what, what they say, CP time, color people time. He was beyond uh-huh. that. Um, so he threw my, my schedule off dr- drastically, where when he walked in, he only had about 15 minutes before we watched a video. And the video was... 40 people wishing him happy birthday. 40 people were like his, his old frat brothers. Like it's it's actually on YouTube. Um, And at the end of the video, it's me and the kids. And then I end with, you know, so there's no better time. And when the video ended, I was standing right behind the seat. I had him in coming out of the um, like tunnel where the players would walk out of the stadium. Uh And so I only had that window of opportunity for the video to play, to go change clothes, change hair, do makeup, all that. Oh, my God. I, I felt like a NASCAR driver because I was literally standing there naked. My friends are like, 
taping one of my boobs and somebody else put my dress on. <laughs> it was uh-huh. so crazy. Um, I would do it again 500 times. It was the best um, because I knew I did something that, like, most people wouldn't do and couldn't pull off. I mean, even changing clothes and doing all that in 12 minutes was (sighs) ridiculous. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. That sounds like, you know, such a great experience that you'll obviously remember forever. So, oh, my gosh, that's that's awesome. Um, now, how has it kind of felt throughout the season? And I'm sure even on social media, people kind of um, not throwing it back in your face that you surprised your husband with a wedding, but kind of like making it as more of like a jab instead of like, oh, this is obviously like that was cool or anything. Kind of like being like, well, you just surprised your husband with a wedding. Like he didn't know and blah, blah, blah. Kind of like throwing it back in your face to make it more of like a negative thing in a way yeah to know us is to know that um so first of all actually that's probably one of the topics that doesn't bother me at all because Lou is the one that was pestering me about getting married and even down to a point I think he felt like he wasn't enough or um Something still wasn't right about where we were for me to just mm-hmm. commit. Like, I, it was me just not really wanting to commit. Um, and so I actually love every bit about our, our wedding and the whole situation because he, you know, had a birthday. It was at the play. I mean, everything was like, wow, 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 over the top. And, mm-hmm. and I committed. Um, and that was like a common theme um, in conversation. I had been married before in my first marriage. I felt like things didn't change. Um, mm-hmm. So it was hard for me to get to the point where I really wanted to, like, recommit myself. Like right. that, even right. though we lived together already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then in some of the most re- – or one of the most recent episodes, like you said earlier, um, Tisha um, came to you. <clears throat> And was, you know, saying that she didn't know anything uh, bad about you or she didn't feel like she, I think maybe some of them felt like maybe they didn't know you because it is probably difficult to come into um, this established group of, you know, women, especially the couples. And, you know, a lot of them have known each other for a long time and, you know, their sister-in-laws in the group and there's, you know, close friends that have and stuff like that. So I'm sure it is difficult to come in and um, when they have these long, this long history, this long, these long relationships. Um, so, but what was your reaction when Tisha was saying, you know, she didn't know anything bad about you and was like randomly bringing you, um, bringing this up at an event and just pulled you to the side to tell you this? Because in my opinion, even for a reality TV, it seems very random and odd. <laughs> to just bring you and ask you that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't understand, but Tisha was actually off that, that day, you know, talking about the sponsorships and everything. I mean, she, like all the conversations from her that that particular day were kind of random. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so a little secret is I went into this determined to not talk about one thing. And that was my ex-husband. And 
to know me in him is to know that I am, I am so fortunate that me and my baby daddy get along great. And me and my ex-husband got along great. We, there was no animosity. Of course, there might've been animosity with the family. Um, but he and I were good. He saw my son on his last birthday, um, like while Lewis and I were together, like that's how good we are. Me and my baby daddy have vacationed in the same home with Lewis and his son, like all of the people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we all get along great. And what I refused was for TV to make it look a different way because unfortunately my ex-husband passed away and I can't really handle, um, I mean, even now I'm like thinking about it, getting emotional. I can't handle someone saying something about somebody and they have, like they cannot defend themselves at all. And right. I am the person I am today. And, and this, I'm telling you this, this, this has for sure has not really been seen on TV. I mm-hmm. am wholeheartedly the wife I am to Lewis because of my ex-husband, because he showed me unconditional love time and time again. He accepted all of my wrongdoings. It is unfortunate that I had to grow through personally by hurting someone else. And that's why I like, even me trying to explain this to Tisha, you hear my tone change because I'm trying to talk so slow and make, make it very clear that it was me and I was very young. We dated in high school. Then we stayed close. We separated for many years. I met my son's father. Then I went back to my high school sweetheart and we got married. Mm-hmm. And so through that process, I did all of the personal development <laughs> and made all of the mistakes and he still loved me. Um, So this, it's a really hard conversation because he's not here to say. Right. 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 And okay. Yeah, that's totally. And I think I appreciate you being open and, you know, sharing that because I know that's difficult. So thank you. Um, And I think, yeah, it probably gives people, well, when this comes out, I think, Hopefully it'll give people kind of another um, perception as to what was going on. And um, because obviously we only see a few minutes of a conversation and, um, you know, the conversation that we saw on TV with that was very quick. And it, it like I said, with T- on Tisha's part, it seemed very random and an odd time to bring it up. And um, the question was just odd in my opinion, but. Um, I'm sure we'll see more of that in the finale, which is airing, which is uh, super exciting. Um, But I kind of want to look at this experience as a whole. So how has, in general, how has being on the show, um, you know, how have you felt about it? And, um, you know, what is your opinion after watching most of the season since the finale is airing um, soon? To be honest, Jackson, I don't know what people expect of reality TV. I Mm -hmm. think I thought for a minute people wanted to see someone else's life, maybe because they felt like their life is is worse. The people on TV's life might be more hectic and dramatic and worse, and so they accept where they are. Or they get to see someone who is living the same life they are, right? Like, I, for mm-hmm. me, I hoped 
I hoped this show would afford someone an opportunity to see an entrepreneur who started at nothing, had no savings, no grandma left me something like got pregnant at 19, had a baby at 20, has always had to hustle, move in a different way where you can believe in yourself enough to really make it. I would imagine that, that are, that's the majority of the lived life of the people really watching this show. If it's not them, it's their husbands or someone they know. Right. Um, Lewis and I, early on, all my comments were bad. Every Everybody hated me. The world was terrible because Tiffany was alive. Now, towards the end of the season, I have had so, I've had so many people, you, I, I, I'm hard to get to track down anyways. I desperately need a manager. Public note, I need a manager yesterday. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I have had so many people say, I love you and Lewis's realness. I mm-hmm. love that you won't break and be dramatic. I love that you um, challenge the other cast members because they might have been dedicated to the show already. And so like this new person comes on and you're challenging people to have conversations that they haven't had, which provides Mm -hmm. different and new content for the viewers. Um, Or like my latest experience, I was in an airport in Charlotte and one of the employees like literally jumped up and down. I thought she was seeing Beyonce. Like, I'm like, oh, is Beyonce behind me? She was like, (laughs) oh my God, like, I love the show. I've been watching from day one. Like, you bring this conversation out, girl. I can't wait to hear what you're going to make them say. Like, no, my wife makes them say nothing. I think they just got to force to think a little differently. So if, yeah. if that's my job, Jackson, like, it, that actually makes me happy because I mm-hmm. am disruptive by nature. I like to challenge people to think outside the box. And I'm a deep, intentional thinker. There's nothing shallow, even going through the drive through Chick-fil-A. I'm like overanalyzing why they position things on a menu. Like that is who <laughs> I really am. Uh-huh. Um, so if that's, if that is that, I don't regret it. I definitely don't regret it for a minute anyways. Um, it has forced, there's, there's, there's a few things that I wish would have aired and I can't stand them not airing. Um, there were actually many scenes that we filmed that I never saw um, with my family, we, you know, seeing the blended familyness, like all, all that we filmed, it, it just didn't, didn't, didn't make the cut. Um, so I hope that we have an opportunity to really show people that other side. It's not dramatic, mm-hmm. um, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's boring. Um, and if I'm the person that opens up people, then that's, that's the job. Yeah. I accept yes. that assignment. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. Um, so as I think you kind of said that. You would you want to do it again if you had the opportunity? Would you like to do another season um, and kind of show more of who you really are, your family, and all of that? I would for sure consider doing it again. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I, I I would for sure consider doing it again. Good. I'm glad. I'm so glad to hear that because, um, you know, with kind of how the experience, I think, like you said at the beginning was going, I always get concerned because it is um, rough and you really like, you know, people aren't nice. And when they see stuff on TV, they kind of just take it as this is what it is. And this is 100% real. And they just like, you know, they're, they're so uh, they they're people are mean and they just make assumptions. And uh, I feel so bad for um, you know, anyone on reality TV, because it is difficult, because a lot of people 
base their opinions on a few minutes of watching someone, which really isn't mm-hmm. your whole life, obviously. So I was like, oh my gosh, I feel bad because, you know, this is your, you know, first season. And, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if she will want to even come back and be a part of this craziness because you are, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're busy. Um, so, you know, it's not like you were wanting to be on TV for years or anything like that. It's not like this is like, you know, so I was like, I hope she, you know, gives it another chance. Hopefully we can see more of her, you know, personal life. And I know it's difficult because obviously this, you know, there's, you know, multiple couples on the show and um, especially Melody and Martel, they have a lot going on that I think people have been following for years. Um, so I'm sure it is difficult to kind of like, balance all of that and show everything so I get it but yeah I hope I hope we get to see more of you and your uh family and your more of your personal storyline um uh in the future me too stay tuned (laughs) yes and then my last question for you is what are some things that fans um don't know about you um that maybe you want people to know um you know, as they're watching the show and, um, you know, some fun facts about you, whatever you want to share. Oh, my gosh. I wasn't ready for this question. <laughs> um, I am a giver. Mm-hmm. I am a soccer mom. I am anti-makeup, anti-stylist. I'll be <laughs> the granny that shops at Ross all day long. Um, and... I used to think that success looked like I needed a a name brand car, uh, you know, like a luxury brand car and a certain size home and to wear certain brand clothes. And I have learned that that is not what success is. And if I get to teach one person that difference, um, I feel like I did my job. And I live mm-hmm. wholeheartedly off of a quote that I don't remember if they ever showed it or not on camera, but it is, if you want to bring happiness to the whole world, go home and love your family first. And when I started living that way, that's Mother Teresa, um, oh, uh-huh. these types of opportunities really, truly started coming full-fledged. Um, mm-hmm. I... I'm the mom that you send your kids to because I'm going to tell them some shit that you are afraid to tell them. Um, And that happens on the regular. Um, I am the mom that can have sex conversations and um, force topics that are uncomfortable, but definitely needed. And that's my favorite job. So. Oh, yes. awesome. And I'm a dog lover. Diamond was on TV on the first episode for a hot two seconds. Diamond actually runs the whole house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I hope if we do another season that people also get to meet my grandparents. My grandfather's from Long Beach. And, and the, the cast um, and the production crew have met him because we filmed a few things that didn't air. But mm-hmm. he is so dope. He is so awesome. You walk in his house, he's ready with a shot of tequila. Um, And so I hope that people get to see that side of who we are because I'm so busy, but that is the calm to my storm. I'm so fortunate to have been adopted 
into this family. Um, so, yeah. Yes. And then the other question that I just thought of when you were saying you're anti-makeup and stuff. So how has it been, um, you know, getting your makeup done and doing it for confessionals and your intro and all of that. So how has that kind of felt <laughs> doing that and kind of having to, you know, maybe get out of your comfort zone and do that? <laughs> um, for that exact reason, I am fine being pushed to the limits and being forced out of whatever I might consider at that time a comfort zone. Right. Um, the makeup itself um, is consuming my life. I have like <laughs> walk in my bathroom and there are piles and piles of samples and colors and all these different crazy things that I would have never thought of. Um, right. <laughs> it was different for sure. There were many times, maybe I should have a blog or something like behind the scenes. Cause there are so many times where I'm on a zoom call, I'm getting my makeup done, getting my hair done. They know I'm going to have to be on camera, like at least for a second. So they have to do my hair or my makeup in weird ways, not their normal way, so that I can get on camera for work. Um, so I'm working in Acclinate actually 99% of the time while I'm doing hair or makeup. Um, and I'm like pausing to go film the scene and then go right back to work. Um, uh -huh. I'm a co-founder. So if, if right. Dale ain't getting it done, I don't know who is. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, yes. Well, thank you so much, Tiffany, for doing this. It was such an honor and so much fun. Um, yeah, I'm just super excited um, for the finale and kind of see what happens from Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Tiffany Whitlow from Love and Marriage Huntsville on OWN. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want more Reality Talk, please follow our social media. It's at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram, or you can follow my personal social media. It's at JacksonSeth35 on Twitter and Instagram. And I'll have all of Tiffany's information in the episode description. And you can definitely check out Buzzsprout as well. Um, you can hit the link in my episode description. And if you have any questions, let me know. But anyway, thank you guys so, so much for all of the love and support. And I'll see you guys next week. Oh,